Chapter One of the Story of Geronimo. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading done by Jules Harlock. The Story of Geronimo by Jim Kajilgard. Chapter One duel by stallion geronimo crawled up the hill so carefully that no stalk of grass moved and no bush quivered a pair of crested quail feeding on insects in the grass merely glanced up when he passed and went on feeding geronimo reached the top of the hill and crouched down in the grass beyond were more hills the near ones low rocky and given more to shrubs and grass than to trees geronimo's eyes strayed across the arizona landscape to the east there lay no doyanon canyon where geronimo had been born in eighteen twenty nine just twelve years earlier there his father had died when geronimo was five years old in the far distance beyond the canyon tall pine-clad mountains rose geronimo looked down the slope on the wickiup this apache house was built of poles thrust into the ground with deerskin walls and a smoke hole in the center of the roof it was the home of delgadito a mighty chief among the membrino apaches the tribe to which geronimo belonged delgadito was so mighty that only the great chief mangus coloradus himself outranked him delgadito owned many horses most of them grazed by day in pastures far from the village but his black war stallion his nimble-footed gray hunting horse and the mare that his wife rode were only absent from their picket ropes when a rider was using them now the gray hunting horse was gone which meant that delgadito was out after deer but the mare and the stallion were still there geronimo had come to steal the war-horse this however was not the time to do it the mare's presence proved that delgadito's wife was home if she saw geronimo stealing the war-horse she would tell her husband the punishment sure to follow would be harsh and long remembered delgadito knew how to use a switch on headstrong boys geronimo crouched in his hiding-place waiting soon delgadito's wife came from the wickiup mounted her mare and rode away geronimo rose and walked swiftly down the hill the stallion raised its head and watched with eyes that were fearless and questioning geronimo grasped the buckskin tie-rope and was drawing the horse to him when you leave my uncle's war-horse alone a girl had come from the wickiup geronimo was so interested in the horse that he did not even know she was near until she spoke her name was alope and she was delgadito's niece geronimo thought she was so lovely that the most dazzling maidens of the membrino or any other tribe were drab beside her when grown such a girl would be too good for any warrior 
only a chief would be worthy to have her as his wife geronimo said i must have this stallion alope why alope asked i must fight a duel of stallions with ponce the son of ponce and the only stallion among my mother's horses is too old to fight geronimo said alope asked why must you fight such a duel with young ponce he gave me a lie geronimo said angrily i killed three deer with my bow and arrows ponce said i found them dead twelve-year-old boys are not supposed to be able to kill deer alope said i did geronimo insisted i believe you alope said but these duels are dangerous you know the elders have forbidden them geronimo patted the stallion's cheek if the elders do not know a duel is being fought he said they can do nothing and if my uncle's war-horse is killed alope told him he'll stake you out on a ant-hill and let the ants devour you geronimo said i'll gladly accept any punishment after i have fought this duel but i must fight what if you are killed asked alope i won't be among all his father's horses the son of ponce shall find no stallion equal to this one and i am a much better rider alope said my good sense bids me run and get my aunt but my heart tells me to speed a warrior on his way i'll not tell but i'll tremble for what will happen to you should my uncle's war-horse be killed or hurt geronimo slipped the tethered rope grasped the rein and vaulted happily to the back of the mighty horse though the stallion wanted to gallop and geronimo burned to test the speed and fire of such a mount he held him to a walk there was a fight coming up the stallion must go into it rested at the same time it was a glorious feeling just to be on such a stallion all apaches could ride but few were master horsemen geronimo had started riding the village colts when he was so small that it was necessary to lead his mount beside a boulder or stump from which he could scramble onto its back he seemed born to ride not half a dozen men in the village could stay on the back of delgadito's war-horse but geronimo was riding him after twenty minutes the indian boy looked down on the secluded swale where the duel would be fought he and ponce had chosen a battleground far enough from the village so that the elders would be unlikely to interfere young ponce was waiting there with one of his father's best horses a fiery bay that had already slain a half a dozen rivals though the elders knew nothing of the duel a crowd of boys ringed the chosen arena they were tense with excitement but they did not yell and shout as white boys would have and all stood far enough away so that they could escape if either stallion charged towards them as geronimo rode down the hill delgadito's war-horse caught the scent of the other stallion and screamed his challenge ponce's bay answered and the two stallions rushed each other 
Quickly, Geronimo planned his battle. Such duels were a common way for Apache boys to settle arguments. They often resulted in the death of a horse, a rider, or both. When they did, it was usually the rider's fault. Geronimo planned on using his riding skills to make a fool of Ponce, and he intended that nobody should get hurt. Just as it seemed certain the two stallions must close with each other, Geronimo turned Delgadito's war-horse so expertly that they passed within inches. At this wonderful display of riding skill, an excited murmur of admiration rose from the watching boys. Geronimo turned back, this time wheeling right in front of Ponce's angry stallion. He swerved to come in to the side. Ponce's bay reared and pawed the air with skull-crashing front hooves. The watching boys gasped, but just as it seemed certain that Geronimo would be killed, he leaned over and escaped by the width of a hair. Suddenly, to Geronimo's vast surprise, Ponce wheeled his stallion and galloped away as fast as his bay could run. Deciding to chase him on Delgadito's war-horse, Geronimo was even more astonished when a shrill whistle split the air. The war-horse whirled and trotted obediently to Delgadito himself. For the first time, Geronimo noticed that the watching boys had disappeared too. He alone had been so interested in the duel that he had failed to see Delgadito come. The chief's eyes blazed with anger. Why do you fight a duel of stallions, he demanded. The son of Ponce gave me the lie, said Geronimo, sitting erect on the war horse. I killed three deer with my bow and arrows. Young Ponce said I found them dead. Come with me, commanded Delgadito. He turned towards his gray hunting horse, which was rain-haltered, nearby and which had a buck strapped behind the saddle without a word or backward glance the tall chief mounted and rode at a walk in the direction of his wickiup though he shivered inwardly geronimo did his best not to show it as he followed nor was he sorry that he had stolen the war-horse he acted as a warrior should he would take his punishment like a warrior when they reached the wickiup, they dismounted, and Delgadito tethered both horses. Then he removed his bow and quiver of arrows from the hunting horse, took a single arrow from the quiver, and gave the arrow and the bow to Geronimo. Killer of deer, I would see you shoot, the chief ordered. Geronimo fingered the unfamiliar weapon. What target? Delgadito nodded at a pine about twenty yards away. The knot-hole. Geronimo notched the arrow, raised the bow, and needed every ounce of his strength to draw it. This was a man's weapon, with a much heavier pull than the bow he had made for himself. But he did not shoot until he knew he was on target. The arrow shaft quivered as its copper point bit deeply into the knot-hole. Delgadito said, I saw you ride and now I have seen you shoot. You told no lies. 
when the sun has set three times more i will lead a raid against the papagos for we should steal more horses you will ride with us delgadito turned and entered his wiki up to indicate that geronimo was dismissed but for a full two minutes the dazed youngster did not move at last at long last his fondest dream was coming true he was to be a true warrior End of chapter one